final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU falls on the road at Santa Clara tonight. Broncos getting the victory 83-76 over the BYU Cougars. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Up next for the Cougars, a battle on the hilltop Saturday at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Pre-game coverage at 5 Mountain Time, BYU and San Francisco. Let's go ahead and start there. Speaking of San Francisco, they were in action tonight hosting Pacific the Dons getting the win over the Tigers, 78-57. However, the biggest news out of the West Coast Conference was number 6 Gonzaga falling at home. LMU gets the win, 68-67 over the Zags. Quite the upset in Spokane tonight. Elsewhere, Portland defeats San Diego, 88-83. And St. Mary's goes on the road to Malibu and hands Pepperdine a 73-44 loss. Local teams in action tonight, 77-63, the final, Utah defeating Washington State. That game played up at uh, the University of Utah in Ogden tonight. Weber State hosting Portland State, Wildcats winning 84-68. And Southern Utah victorious at home over New Mexico State, 111-76. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll update you on BYU women's basketball. They were hosting San Francisco today at the Marriott Center. It was Kids' Day Does the winning streak continue? It does, and I'll give you all the details when we come back. Cougars fall on the road tonight, 83-76 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU falls to Santa Clara. Broncos win 83-76. Earlier today at the Marriott Center, BYU women's basketball hosting San Francisco. It was all Cougars from the get-go. They have now won seven in a row, 78-59. The final score, Lauren Gustin, would lead all scorers, tying her career high with 27 points. She would also finish with 19 rebounds. They are back on the Marriott Center floor on Saturday hosting the Santa Clara Broncos. Up next for BYU is a trip to the Hilltop to take on the San Francisco Dons coming up on Saturday. We will take a break and send you back to the Levy Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. Cougars fall to the Broncos, 83-76 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. BYU falls to Santa Clara. Broncos win 83-76. Earlier today at the Marriott Center, BYU women's basketball hosting San Francisco. It was all Cougars from the get-go. They have now won seven in a row, 78-59. The final score, Lauren Gustin, would lead all scorers, tying her career high with 27 points. She would also finish with 19 rebounds. They are back on the Marriott Center floor on Saturday hosting the Santa Clara Broncos. Up next for BYU 
is a trip to the hilltop to take on the San Francisco Dons coming up on Saturday. We will take a break and send you back to the Levy Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. Cougars fall to the Broncos, 83-76 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. They go tires. Cougar Post Game Live continues from the Levy Center in Santa Clara, California. Broncos defeat the Cougars by a score of 83-76. to Cougars come back from down 13, had a couple second-half leads. They did not hold. The Broncos close it out. This thing was back and forth. It was a one-possession game for a long stretch of half number two. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at waystar.com. Spencer Johnson got BYU off to a great start uh, in the second half in particular. Had 17 points, but Rudy Williams just kind of took things over late for BYU. We're going to give Rudy the Waystar star of the game notation tonight. Rudy, 24 points to lead all scorers in this game. 8 for 16 from the field, 7 for 8 from the stripe, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists for Rudy in this one. So Rudy Williams is our Waystar star of the game. Now to our New Skin Data Discovery of the Game, brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Mark, what do you see in tonight's box score as a New Skin Data Discovery? Uh, it's kind of good and bad. I mean, overall, it's bad, but 15 turnovers in the first half was just disastrous for BYU and got them in a hole in this game. But uh, credit them for digging out of it. And part of the reason they did that, we only had four turnovers in the second half, and as able to uh, able, uh, allow them to get back in the game, it's just not enough. You, you, when you have that many turnovers, you just, it, you're just fighting uphill the whole way. And the points off of turnovers allowed tonight, 24, is a new season high against for BYU. Let's get back into the box score and give you the rest of the Cougars scoring. Uh, give you a Rudy Williams, 24. 17, Spencer Johnson. Uh, 12 for Dallin Hall. Then you go to 7 for Jackson Robinson. 6 for Fusene Traore. 6 for Noah Waterman. Twos for George and for Trey Stewart. And so three of BYU's five starters scored seven or fewer. And, you know, Foose averaging 13 scores six. Gideon averaging 12 scores two. And so, you know, those are some guys that, that played far below their regular numbers tonight in a game BYU loses by seven. Well, I think Foose was a, a team problem in that they didn't get him the ball like they should have. And credit uh, Santa Clara, they did a nice job on him, but only three attempts is just not enough for who I think is your best offensive player. And, and so that really hurt BYU. But you look at the Gideon number, and that's a real concern to me. And he didn't I, I, did he go scoreless the other night as yeah, well. So, I mean, so, he, he, ha- he does a lot of nice right. things for you, and he had a great plus-minus in that game. But – you need him to score. I mean, Gideon George, this Gideon George we're talking about, he should be a 15-point-a-guy night, and he's he's hitting a little slump here uh, scoring-wise, and he needs to get out of that, especially on the road. You need your best offensive production on the road. You can't have a really an offer from, from a guy like that and expect to win on the road. Last two games, he's gone 0 for 12 from the field. Gideon has uh, no point, two points and three rebounds tonight. Leading rebounder for BYU was Foose with nine. Atiki Ali Atiki had seven. Leading assist men for BYU were Gideon George with four and Rudy Williams with four. And for Gideon George, those four assists tie a career high that he tied in his last game as well. 
Santa Clara gets 23 from Justice, 21 from Stewart, 17 from Pajemski. Carlos Stewart, by the way, has gone from backup to starting point guard, and he's been tremendous mm. and was excellent tonight. When BYU took that four-point lead, Pajemski hits a three, and then Stewart goes back-to-back and put the Broncos back in front, and uh, and they were, you know, BYU never got to push it from that point in part because of Carlos Stewart. And part of it was, I mean, these are high level of difficulty shots that he's making, uh, even on the steals. I mean, he's going through traffic and throwing it up. And then some of these j- jumpers that he hit were just phenomenal, well defended, and he shoots it so high, and they just uh, he just didn't miss. And he, he was enough for Santa Clara in that second half to kind of almost single-handedly win it for those guys because he hit the big shots when they needed him, and he did not miss them. BYU low assist rate tonight, uh, 12 assists on 25 makes. Miscellaneous categories off those 19 BYU turnovers. They turned into 24 points, as we told you. BYU minus 13 in points off of turnovers, 24 to 11 was the Santa Clara margin there. Points in the paint, Santa Clara plus 6 at 36 to 30. Second chance points, BYU actually had the edge there, 15 to 13. BYU had seven offensive rebounds, so too did the Broncos. BYU by a smidge in second chance points. Fast break to Santa Clara, big there, 26 to 8. Bench for BYU, thanks in part to Rudy Williams, 32 to 7. Cougs had the edge there. The Cougs led for fewer than four minutes. Santa Clara led for almost 31 minutes. Broncos win it by a final score of 83 to 76. Before head coach Mark Pope joins us, we're going to get a quick word with Spencer Johnson. Spencer putting on the headset for a quick second here at Santa Clara. We do appreciate Spencer's time tonight and always. Spencer tonight, 17 points, 4 of 6 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3, made 5 of his 6 free throws. Spencer now from the three-point line is uh, Spencer, uh, his last couple games is now 12 for his last 16 from the arc. Spencer popping on the headset. Uh, thanks, Spencer, as always, for uh, joining us for a second. Uh, tough one for the guys. Man, when you rally from down 13 to lead, it felt like this might go your way here in the second half, taking that advantage after halftime. Yeah, I mean, we came out, started the game a little slow, which is, you know, tough to come back from. But then at halftime, we rallied back. We took a lead, and, and things were going really well. Um, but I think it was just, you know, a lot of those turnovers in the first half just kind of plagued us, and, and, and they were super physical. You know, they, they got a lot of free throws, which is something that we've talked about that, you know, we have to guard without fouling. So um, just the, these little things that keep plaguing us. Well, Spencer, coming out of halftime was like lightning strike that first minute. What was talked about at halftime, what adjustments were made, seemed pretty effective at least for a little while. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, they kind of came out and, and they threw us a punch and, and we got punched in the mouth and uh, we talked about you know we when we come back out there we gotta we gotta throw the first punch and um, just see what we can get cooking and and we did for for a little bit there. How do turnovers go from 15 in the first half to four in the second half? Yeah, we we figured out um, when we were driving the ball into the lane it wasn't the initial uh, guy that was swiping the ball, but when you came to two feet. And then you pivoted, pivoted. It felt like it was the next guy that kind of had his hand in there. Um, so we figured that out, and, and I think that helped us out in the second half. So I practiced the other day, and you were not feeling great. Uh, mm-hmm. You've been a little under the weather this week. How are you feeling? Have you felt better as the day's gone along? Um, and how did you feel out there tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the dudes is just kind of that season. Um, maybe a little cold or, or sick or whatever we're dealing with. Um, but been feeling better, and... and um, you know, our trainer's been good. He's been getting us a lot of medicine and sleep. So um, on to the next one. 
Well, you'd like to have less practice at bouncing back, but it's a bounce-back opportunity for you here Saturday, and you guys have been really good when coming off a loss, and now you get a good USF team, which tonight uh, pasted Pacific a 78-57 on the hilltop. Yeah, it's a, San Francisco is a fun place to play. It's, it's also a hard place to play. You know, they're, they're physical. They shoot the ball really well in their gym. Um, so it's, it's going to be a big challenge, and um, I think we're up for it. We always love to, you know, get better, to bounce back, and just, uh, just a lot of competitive guys. Spencer, I know you don't like to talk about yourself, but you're shooting the heck out of the ball from three, four for five tonight, and in conference you've been great. You must feel good, and I say that, I know you just love, but it must feel good as a player to be in that kind of zone and knowing you can help your team and feeling confident about that shot. Yeah, I mean, our coaches have been great at, um, you know, staying with me after practice to, to shoot the ball, and uh, Trevin, he's been really good in my ear, you know, talking to me about my shot, and and kind of where we're aiming to shoot. and um, So, yeah, just feeling really good and, and letting it fly with confidence. Spencer, always appreciate you. Have a good drive tonight. We'll see you uh, in San Francisco tomorrow. Thanks, guys. All right, that's Spencer Johnson. Head coach Mark Pope coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside at the Levy Center in Santa Clara, California. Santa Clara 83 and BYU 76 is our final score. Cougs will look to bounce back Saturday at San Francisco. That'll be a 5 o'clock Pacific time and 6 o'clock Mountain time tip. Head coach Mark Pope joining us now courtside here in Santa Clara. Coach Pope, uh, just an initial uh, summation of what went down out there tonight. Well, we, we did a poor job getting our guys ready to to experience the physicality of, of this team in league on the road. Um, there's this pocket of teams in our league, St. Mary's being the lead guys, and then, and then of course, the Zags in terms of physicality and San Francisco and, and Santa Clara, the, the four most outright just physical teams in the league. And, and um, you know, it's a new experience for our guys. And, you know, we we we, we uh, you know, we it was like we got punched in the face in the first half. We turned it over 15 times in the first half and 10 times in like the first nine minutes. And it's 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 really hard to um, it's hard to win when you do that. Um, I was really proud of our guys responding. We talked about it at halftime that you know it's, it's got to be like is a team that hits first and the team that hits second. I thought our guys did a really nice job adjusting to that in the second half. They came out with some fire and some physicality and some force. And 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 you know now like this group as frustrating as it is, this group now has an experience to put with when we talk about you know the physicality that's required on the road in this league against these teams. And so. Uh, they did a nice job responding. We just couldn't guard those three guards in the second half. We just we just couldn't guard them, and it was really that was really frustrating too. And it wasn't just guys in isolation. It was some some ball screen communication. It was some some uh, transition issues. It was some some shells, just basic shell principle issues where we got in trouble. We just kind of fell to pieces a little bit that way on the defensive end, and um, and just just couldn't quite respond. Coach, I'm a little bit surprised uh, with Foose just having three field goal attempts and Tiki just two. 
Was it something that Santa Clara was doing to, to deny them the basketball, taking that away from you? just seemed unusual with how, yeah. how good those guys have played. Yeah, right you know, it was, it was hard. They, they were exerting so much pressure on our guards uh, that it made it really difficult for them to make entries. So that was number one. And number two is their size was problematic. And, and, and also my coaching is problematic. I mean, we're still running Horns Racer 2. And, like, our, st- our guards are still – our point guards are still, like, st- stagnant, stuck at the top of the pro lane and just won't rip it baseline and get an angle. And it's just like, whoa! Um, we just – you know, we just – there's so many little things where we just got to grow and get better and understand. So that's – you know, the, Foos not getting touches is, is mostly on me. Like, they, they, we couldn't manage that. We knew that they would be in a full front. We knew that catches uh, would be difficult to get. We just didn't answer – we just didn't answer that very well. But, you know, we need him to touch the ball more often for us to be successful. It's, it's vitally important for us. And so I got to figure out some answers for that schematically. All right, more with Coach Pope coming up after this break on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. We're back to Santa Clara in a minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope. Closing comments from the coach coming up now on the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery. You know, the, the turnover trouble was epidemic early, but it didn't take you out of it. You were down 13 a couple times, coach. You come back and take a four-point lead in the second half, and often when a team's had to struggle to come back from a big number, the minute or two after you get the lead kind of determines what's going to happen. And man alive, Santa Clara responded after you went up Pajemski and then Stewart back-to-back fast break opportunities and then it was back and forth for a while but they had a great answer once you took a lead yeah the Stewart transition was super disappointing I mean we got we got G and Jax two of our best defenders back and we just we just you know it just is it just is you know it is um we're just we got we got a lot of ways that we there's just all the little pieces that we just got to find ways to get better and we will uh, you know like our mission hasn't changed what we'll do tomorrow hasn't changed um just a super frustrating uh setback and frustrating in the sense of um you know one i couldn't be more proud of, about the guys battling like they're on the road they're playing a really physical veteran team and the guys and the guys um, you know, we're, we're you know we're completely dysfunctional in the first half offensively, and a lot of times that'll take you completely out of the game. And they came out of the gates in the second half, and and kind of like, I mean, we got better. You know, we we expressed some physicality into the game, like we we brought a little bit of fight and juice in, into the game. And so, I couldn't be more proud of the guys that way. And then and then it just came down to it. We just we couldn't get a couple stops when we had to get them. We just needed to get them. And and Stewart made huge shots, and Pazemski made huge shots, and Justin made shots all night. And and, and and those three guys in the backcourt were, were super challenging for us. We have had answers for for uh, for players, um, you know, where, where we've responded better than we did tonight, and we need to do that to win. And so, um, you know, it's kind of a, in that sense, you know, we had one massive issue in the first half and a, a different massive issue in the second half. The guys kept fighting, and like I said, we'll get better and we'll learn from this, and we're going to take this experience. And and I mean, we're, we're we're running back exactly the same game on Saturday. It's exactly the same team. They got three incredibly explosive scoring guards, and they got two, they got just massively giant guys on the inside so it's exactly the same 
And then St. Mary's is exactly the same. They're ridiculously physical. They got really talented scoring and guard and just kids inside the beach up. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll be able to judge ourselves on, on how we're improving and, and how much we start to understand the physicality of this game from these particular teams over the next 10 days. Hey, Coach, you know, Gideon's the kind of player that, you know, he doesn't need to score to really help your team. We saw that the other night against Pepperdine. But, you know, coming into this, if that scoring the ball would be the least of Gideon's problems. I mean, the guy can score. I'm just wondering, what do you think he needs to be more kind of offensive-minded and get that confidence? We know he can score, but it just doesn't seem to be happening for him right now. Uh, you know, he doesn't build his game on the offensive end. I mean, that's not been his deal. Um, he's, you know, he's 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 such a, a special person. Uh, he's he's just doing so many great things, and he's working really hard on trying to grow his game. And um, you know, he's in a he's in a in a different position now than he was last year. Like, there's a lot more resting on his shoulders right now. And you know, he's he's moved up the scout. Um, you know, he's he's clearly uh, teams are paying more attention you know you know he's always been a terrific player but he's been able to be like the fourth or fifth or sixth guy in a scout and you know now he's one or two or three and that that gets way harder and so that's been an adjustment for him and and uh you know he um he had a couple good looks tonight that that didn't go down and and um you know he he was a four assist one turnover i think um so he he did make some plays that way and uh you know i think he's got he's he's dealing with a lot of difficult matchups you know to, to today just the way our team is built right now you know he's starting against uh of you know 6 11 uh really essentially a, a at the very least a power power forward and maybe a center and that's a you know that's a challenging assignment for him and and um you know i thought uh in moments of the game i thought he was super effective well coach you've already talked about your challenge with the dons on saturday they beat pacific at home tonight by 21 and then i have to get your thoughts on what lmu did in spokane tonight beating the zags 68 67 yeah, listen, it's a, it's a good team. Um, I mean, they're both good teams. San Francisco's record is not good right now. I think they're two and five, maybe two and four. Two and five. And um, but but you know this, we knew this league was going to be this way this year. It's everyone's going to chew each other up, and 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 that's a, a real credit to the league. Uh, teams are getting good. Um, you know this LMU team. We faced them a couple weeks ago, and 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 you know they're a handful, just like just like you know San Francisco is, and just like Santa Clara is, and, and you know the teams down on the list. So it's it's interesting. I think. Um, you know, uh, so I assume St. Mary's won tonight. I think they're the only undefeated uh, team in the league right now, yeah. and I think teams are going to continue to get chewed up. Right? It just is. It's just a sign of a of a good league. Um, so, um, you know, credit credit to 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 all the teams in the league for for being competitive. Coach, thanks for the time. We'll see you in San Francisco. See you guys. All right, that's Mark Pope. Back to wrap it up on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so wrapping it up on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Thanks to Mark Pope for joining us. His post game comments moments ago. Let's get to our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. It's a little nuanced to this one, but I'm going to go to uh, an interesting stat down the stretch. 
with 11 minutes to play in the game, BYU was out rebounding Santa Clara by 11. And with the final 11 minutes, Santa Clara grabbed 16 of 21 rebounds to end the game and ended up tied with BYU on the boards. Yeah, and a lot of those were uh, offensive rebounds that BYU, I remember three or four possessions in that period of time where BYU got the stop and uh, Santa Clara got a second chance opportunity. And BYU earlier in the game were way ahead on the offensive boards in the second chance points, and it turned out to be pretty even at the end. And yeah, I mean, those were critical minutes, and you work so hard to get stops, and then, you know, to, to have it get, get an offensive rebound, you kick it out to a three-point shooter, hit a three. I mean, th- those are the kind of things that just kill you as a team. I remember watching Brian Santiago at Fresno, and they'd get her Mayberry, he'd get an offensive rebound, kick it to Brian, and he hit a three, just take the wind out of you. I'm saying that because the great Brian Santiago is standing here listening to me. He, he likes me talking about his exploits with the Bulldogs. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that, Greg. Let's wrap it up from Santa Clara then. Final score, 83-76. Broncos over the Cougs. We'll do it again Saturday on the Hilltop. It'll be a 5 o'clock Mountain, t- uh, five o'clock mountain Time pregame with a 6 o'clock tip. And in the Pacific Time Zone, a 5 o'clock tip for the Cougars and the Dons. As for tonight, our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our engineer, Barry Squires, our broadcast intern, Caleb Hatch. On the operations side, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. On the sponsorship side, appreciation to BYU Associate AD for corporate sponsorships, Casey Stauffer. For the crew back in Provo and for my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant, and with thanks to BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex, and with appreciation to Spencer Johnson and Mark Pope joining us post-game. My name is Greg Rubel, thanking you for tuning us in. Final score, Broncos 83, Cougars 76. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Santa Clara. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.